where we come from there's almost this expectation that like on the first date you should know if you're gonna marry them i don't know if you felt that way yes <laughs> okay Absolutely. i'm like i don't know if i'm alone in that or not <laughs> no you're in good company yes. yeah yeah just this expectation that like okay if i don't have this like sign or the heavens aren't opening or the heavens should be opening and this light should be upon them and god should be whispering in my ear and saying this is who you're gonna marry and then you should just know and like from there it should be smooth sailing um yeah that's that's a little crap like like maybe it happens for some people but in my experience that's a little crap like i've never heard any one of my friends be like Oh, and then there was this light. I was just like <laughs> so astounded by the Lord or like so astounded by like just the earth, just focusing the, earth the rays of sunshine <laughs> on this person, giving them this halo of gloriousness, gold. Like, yeah, no. What's up, guys? Welcome to Life Unfiltered, where we talk mental health, relationships, family dynamics, faith, and real life with raw stories. We're your hosts, Felicia and Josh, and today we're talking about who we are and a little bit about our stories and yeah, where we come so from. Yeah, so I think it's important right off the bat to kind of establish that we speak for ourselves. Me and Felicia, we agree on a lot of things, but there's going to be a lot of things that, or some things that we may not kind of agree 100% on so yeah we're two different people two different backgrounds coming together great friends definitely gonna have things that we don't see eye to eye on and that's totally okay that's the that's the messiness of life and just the the unfilteredness Mm -hmm. because you know there there might be some moments that are like harder on the podcast because we just come from two different worlds and so at the same time like we do agree on a lot of things and we yes. uh kind of uh, hip-hop yes, being the most yes. important shout out yes. nf yes. would love to shout have you NF. one of these days on the podcast uh just saying so yeah i think right off the bat like sharing about who we are kind of what our why we're doing this like what are what our background kind of is a little bit and kind of ease people in for this first episode so i can start so i am in a master's program and studying mental health counseling and so i will graduate and go sit for the national counselor's exam this spring and then be an lpc licensed professional counselor and so right now i am working in the addiction field doing my internship and being someone who does a lot of group counseling interacts with a lot of clients with hard stories and hard pass. And so that's currently what I'm doing, being a student, and then also just have a real heart for friends who are just going through it and going through that that kind of messiness of life that we keep mentioning, but also just want to be there for the victories, right? And just that's kind of my heart as the counselor in training, right? And so that's for the most part about kind of my academic prowess i work on my campus as well so and then doing this seeing where this goes and yeah excited about kind of what the future holds for this and me and felicia actually met at the same college and did uh, yeah did this yeah yeah, we did go so yeah uh it's uh pretty cool to kind of be in this space now because we're alums of the undergrad and kind of in in out doing different things so yeah. What about you, Felicia? Where? What's kind of your 
tell people what your background is. Yeah, so my background is I'm from the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Um, We both are. (laughs) And I run an online ministry called Worthy Soot. And Worthy Soot is all about helping women find God and follow him relentlessly. And I'm really big on bringing your brokenness to the table. So it's not a typical Christian platform where we just share Bible verses and talk about the good times. It's really for us to, like I said, bring your mess to the table, not unsimilar to this podcast where we want to be really open and honest and vulnerable about what we're going through and how we're getting through it. And sometimes that looks really, really ugly. And so, yeah, I love doing that. I'm a poet. I'm a mental health advocate. Big mental health advocate. I love getting to know Josh and being friends and hearing the clinical side of all of that because that knowledge I am learning, whether it's through counseling or through studying of my own, but I don't have the knowledge like you do. And so it's really cool to come together and be able to talk about these things together from two different yeah, perspectives. Yeah, I'd say I even the knowledge itself is kind of sometimes you just have to go through it in order to in order to um, kind of learn and experience. Because, I mean, books only get you so far. And so that's kind of what I'm learning right now is just like, you know, there's some like real moments where you just have to kind of go, okay, where's where's the experience coming from? Like, what does this experience look like? And how can I help others kind of through the experience I've had? And, and maybe uh, it'll help them as well. Right. Yeah. I think we really want this podcast to be an encouragement for people to know that they are not alone in whatever they're going through, that their feelings are real and hard and messy and that's okay. And we're not going to skirt around it. No, we're going to, we're going to, yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk about the hard things as we as we get further and further you know and don't want to don't want to start on the we'll yeah exactly in. don't want to start on a <laughs> hard one for the first episode but it, there is some things that we'd love to talk about and as the episodes kind of keep going we'll be able to kind of talk about that we're going to drop every 2 weeks um, every 2 weeks bi yeah, weekly so we're yeah kind of getting into this and then for these episodes as things kind of come up as as there's like things raised we'll kind of see where see where things go yeah we can put our instagram what do you call it instagram accounts bios tags (laughs) at at signs whatever we'll handle thank you my goodness i just i just want to see how long you would go (laughs) yeah yeah forever at signs hashtags Um, we'll put our handles in the uh, show notes in yeah. the show notes just so that if you have a question or something you want us to talk about then you can just dm us shoot us a dm a message and we can put that on the yeah podcast. absolutely all righty let's talk about the do's and don'ts of relationships Ooh. Um, i know spicy <laughs> <laughs> um I regretted. I regret hearing that. that. So yeah. it's it's totally fine. It's fine. I'm sure we're gonna have a lot of that. Yeah, throughout exactly. this Podcast regrets. Um, yeah, uh, hopefully not too many. But you know, <laughs> like as you know, mom and moms and dads hear this, and our mm. mom and dad hear this, probably like there will definitely be a couple things that I don't know. They'll probably be like, mm, yeah. I don't know about that. Didn't need to hear that. Yeah, exactly. 
That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. But yeah, well, let's get into so the do's and don'ts of relationships. We want to just kind of a caveat. We want to be careful to not just be totally down on number one, exes. Mm-hmm. And number two, we don't want to be too focused on the negative because there's a lot of really great things about dating and relationships and so we're we're gonna keep a good balance but let's start off with why is this topic so important to us and specifically josh why is this topic important to you yeah i think it's important to me because i have learned that there's not a lot of guidance here you know like there's uh, different podcasts out there that kind of give you this vulgar or this kind of unrealistic hyper-sexualized kind of view on relationships and there's more to it than that like you know the good times and the bad times and being emotionally available for the people that you're in relationship with I I'd go as far to say that um whether that is a dating relationship or even a friendship but so um it's also important because I have been through different relationships Mm -hmm. and not all of them have worked out well, whether that be because of my actions or um, something that happened on the other person's end, whatever that kind of has been like, I think it's important to be able to chat about (laughs) what not to do. Mm -hmm. what, What are the things that I've learned that I currently have in my current relationship that I'm in? Ow, ow. Yeah. Ooh. And then like even just looking towards kind of the future and, and being able to instill that in uh, clients as I take on clients and, and counseling, being able to talk relationships with them as well. Yeah, that's really good. And what did they say? You know, every relationship will fail except one, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to have a lot of material to work with. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that there's, yeah, I think there'll be some material in there. There'll be new info for some people out there and being like, oh, I never thought of it this way. Or, oh, that's interesting. Or, oh, they're full of crap. Like, (laughs) this is totally wrong. Why am I, why am I, why am I here? (laughs) Yeah. Why am I here? (laughs) Why did my friend send me this podcast? in the world? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not to that point, but you know what? Like, why'd this person send me this podcast? Like, are they trying to tell me some kind of thing? Yeah. So, yeah, I know you're you're kind of similar in that in that kind of era with why it's important to you. Yeah, definitely. And specifically, I would say I've settled in a lot of relationships. Mm. And I've seen how much damage that that can do. And I don't want other people to find themselves in situations where they're either fighting to get out or they're losing mm-hmm. themselves or they're having the, their self-worth chipped away and so mm-hmm. I think it's really important when you've been in relationships where you've seen that or you feel like your self-worth has been stripped away to make sure that I'm just passionate about helping others know what it looks like to have a healthy relationship because I've had those too and so when mm-hmm. you compare them both you realize like wow here were the aspects of this relationship that were really healthy and really beautiful and really good and I want more of that versus the opposite end where you're like I don't ever want that again (laughs) (laughs) yeah please no yeah never yeah so yeah let's go ahead and get into let's start with the do's some of the do's of dating and relationships specifically 
Yeah, I'm curious because you kind of have said like you've had these really good relationships. And so I'm curious what out of those that uh, you've kind of learned. Yeah, I would say to start off to um, not put so much pressure on first dates specifically. Oh my God, yes. (laughs) To have fun. Yeah. That is a big thing I have to remind myself because I can be, when it comes to relationships, I usually dive in pretty hard. Hmm. And am with, I'm like a long relationship kind of girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, a couple years for most of my really serious relationships. Yeah. And I have to remind myself, especially in the beginning, like we need to have fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need to be able to enjoy each other and be friends and just get to hang out and get to know one another just on a friendship level first before anything else. Yeah. I, I'd say that some of my relationships have come at, like, that friendship level. I mean, like, my current one, it, it's, what, almost a year and a half um, that we've been dating. And it, it started out with, like, getting to know each other, right? But the the friendship has blossomed from just the dating relationship. There, It was kind of like this, hey, I see this kind of cultivation and, and all that. And, and we've kind of moved on from there. But I think... The first date was, yeah, there was a lot of pressure yeah. like that I put on myself. Because honestly, like that's where a lot of it comes from, right? Is like, you're just like, I have to make this good. And it has to be great. <laughs> and oh my gosh, what if they Do say Do they this? think I look pretty? Yeah. Oh my God. Do they think I look fabulous? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I use that voice for uh, guys and girls. Because uh, wow. guys are also like, do they think I look buff? Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah it's just it's one of those where there is a lot of pressure that people put on themselves in in my experience I've put a lot of pressure on myself and so I think my first two relationships like there especially the first one there's so much pressure because I was like oh it's the first one like I gotta gotta do this right like mm-hmm. I'm trying to be out here trying to you know not break up and like kind of go for the long haul because i'm i'm that type of person as well where yeah i'm i'm in it for the long haul like if if i find somebody who you know or i'm in if uh i see a future with like that's that's kind of the goal for me and so i think that the first one because there was that pressure of oh well you know you date to get married and you know evolving that view and kind of working on my own counseling and self and everything with that, like understanding that you can date to have fun. I was just going to say, what's your perspective on that? Because I think I used to think that you can only date to get married. And in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways, I still am very much of that mindset. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that well, in order to get married to the love of my life, I know that I have to be able to have fun with that person and enjoy Mm -hmm. that person and be best friends with them. And so it almost helps. It's almost like playing mind games. But if (laughs) I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's like, for me, I have to be able to say, okay, I'm going into this and I'm, I'm just going to date them for fun right now. Like Mm -hmm. that's kind of the mind game I play is this is just relaxed. We're going to see if I even like them. And I think I love what you said about expectations we put on ourselves because I definitely do that where I'm like oh I have to be this way or what are they gonna think of me or Mm -hmm. and whatever and realizing like okay I need to go into this date and be like what do I think of them 
Yeah. Which is such a big, big difference of what do I think of them? What do I think of their view on this? What do I think of their little quirks? Do they piss me off? (laughs) (laughs) If they do, it's probably not a great sign, not heading in a great direction. Do I find them cute? Like, where are we at with that? Um, Yeah. And I I, I was worried there what you said, like mind games at first, but understanding like, oh, it's a it's a it's basically you tricking your mind because you have to kind of guard your heart. Yeah. Um, And not, you know, you said you're um, you fall hard. And so uh, understanding that, you know, a first date is a first. Yeah. And it's not the rest of your life. And. Um, I mean, for us, for the circles that we grew up in, um, that is kind of the message I heard was, oh, it's you date to get married and you better be like doing all these things and oh my gosh, purity culture and, and all these things. And so I think that's where a lot of my pressure came from is just, I was like, oh, well, they said that I have to be intentional and, and, uh, you know, I, I can't just date to have fun or date to get to know somebody. I actually have to like date with a purpose beyond that. And I'm, I've, I've learned that that's not, that's not quite true. Cause I, I don't think you know somebody well enough, even after, um, a lot of years of friendship. I don't think you know somebody well enough, um, in, in that, uh, different format. So going from like a friendship to a dating relationship, that that just adds another layer. Right. You haven't gotten to see that person in that uh, kind of lens. Um, and so I I agree with you. It's kind of like, okay, like let's trick the mind a little bit. Let's let's play here a little bit with our our um, uh, brain to make sure that it's actually um, not like latching on. Yeah super early yeah i love what you said about um along the lines of like guarding your heart and making sure mm-hmm. you're protecting yourself um not falling too deep too fast not blowing past any red signs that there might be or you know especially mm-hmm. like you said where we come from um there's almost this expectation that like on the first date you should know if you're gonna marry them i don't know if you felt that way yes <laughs> okay Absolutely. i'm like i don't know if i'm alone in that or not <laughs> no you're in good company yes. yeah yeah just this expectation that like okay if i don't have this like sign or the heavens aren't opening or <laughs> the heavens should be opening and this yeah. light should be upon them and god should be whispering in my ear and saying this is who you're gonna marry and then you should just know and like from there it should be smooth sailing um yeah that's that's a little crap like, <laughs> yeah. little, like maybe it happens for some people but yeah. in my experience that's a little crap like i've never heard any one of my friends be like Oh, and then there was this light. I was just like <laughs> so astounded by the Lord or like so astounded by like just the earth, just focusing the, earth the rays of sunshine <laughs> on this person, giving them this halo of gloriousness, gold. Like, yeah, no. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe some people I out there I think that's the rare that. case, you know? Yeah. There are yeah. definitely cases like that. Yeah. Maybe maybe not necessarily the whispering in the ear, the light, like you said. But Damn. there are rare cases where I... Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go now. <laughs> Ask her out. Now's your time. Yeah. <laughs> She's the one for you. He's the one for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, would you say... Um, would you say, so you and your girlfriend started out 
as friends did you know right away like oh i have romantic feelings towards her or was it so my experience with my girlfriend was we started out in the sense of like we met each other through friends and then we just started talking like it was one of those it wasn't really like necessarily um a strict friendship because we kind of knew going in that we were interested um from like day one like you know i'm i'm we met by chance um it was one of those just like things she was coming to meet uh my buddy who's um uh dating uh who's dating his wife at the time and so i just was i came along just uh for the heck of it like it was it was a holiday weekend and uh it wasn't planned and he was just like hey you should just come we'll we'll hang whatever i have to meet this person um to kind of get the vote of approval and you know the first moment was kind of this moment of um oh hey how's it going like what's up um and then as the night went on it was kind of you know a lot of sarcasm a lot of like remarks of your love of, language yeah sarcasm. yeah right <laughs> sarcasm my love language yeah a lot of jokes like a lot of just like i was i had the jokes going i was i was feeling kind of flirty that night um played piano a little bit wow. she played piano a little bit brought out all the stops. yeah exactly we actually uh were uh playing out of wicked i think it was and so you know and then went to the beach um and you know she was looking at me like a snack so obviously <laughs> oh obviously gosh. i had to oblige um and you had to be the snack <laughs> yeah, that you exactly. are just got like just got <laughs> yeah exactly and so you know like from that day it was hey here's my number um oh funny story about that is um she goes oh what's your snapchat and i was like i don't use snapchat and Praise. i was like here's my me number. neither yeah. look at how smooth that yeah. is Points yeah right for that exactly i was like oh here's my number and so she was like oh oh okay and so are I was we like, serious <laughs> yeah i was uh, i was like we started talking about photography because that's one of my other loves and um uh i was like hey just text me some photos that um you've taken i'd love to kind of see your portfolio um and you know kind of sly kind of hey text me so i can get your number type of thing um and so that was kind of my experience so there was like that friendship quote unquote but it was very like you know i'm interested she's interested right like like, hi like kind of thing (laughs) so um you know that's that's kind of was my experience um i've only done the friend thing like once and that was the relationship previous to this one and it wasn't it was still kind of similar it was it was very much like um establishing like the the friendship yes but i felt like on the back end there was kind of this interest that we both kind of silently acknowledged Hmm. um so i'm i'm curious your your perspective because you said you've been friends with people for a while before you've like gone into a relationship so i'm curious like what because that seems like a do for you yeah i've um i basically have this bad habit of dating somebody before we're actually dating in the sense of like where <laughs> we're friends but we both know we're interested and mm. so we're treating it like we're dating but we haven't had that conversation yet oh no dtr yes okay. yeah 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 Got so it. getting i've i've had that bad habit 
Um, so that'd be a don't. That yeah. that would probably be a don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on a, on a positive uh, side, I'd say some of the healthier relationships did start similarly to what you said, where it was like, we kind of know we're interested from the beginning, mm-hmm. um, at least interested in getting to know each other more. Mm-hmm. And we're pursuing it as friends though we're not going like full throttle let's go on dates right away yeah let's get together one-on-one let's you know do this and this it's it's starting out and being like okay we're gonna hang out with each other's friends or maybe we'll um be in this community together or even when we do hang out by ourselves it's like doing very friend-like things you know yeah um and so yeah some of my some of my better relationships have started out that way for sure yeah yeah uh you brought up like the not doing anything alone like Mm -hmm. um i've always been interested in that because even even when i there's kind of that like silent interest like i've always been willing to like do things alone yeah just kind of hang like maybe that's a boundary like where i've kind of just like kind of been a little bit looser on it Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm curious what has that done for you kind of with that relationship that you found has been positive to the cultivation of that friendship yeah i mean it goes there's positives and negatives to both ways because i think of someone i dated where we were heavily involved in community like before i even started dating him um my grandma this is embarrassing actually (laughs) reached out to the pastor and was like hey there's this guy in your youth group who my daughter's interested in oh what is he like and i was just appalled when i found this out like grandma how could you do this to me this is so embarrassing (laughs) um i love you grandma (laughs) um but yeah so that ironically was actually a really good thing because i went into it being like okay this guy has been approved by um people we really respect it's it wasn't even like he's a pastor and he holds this title it was more so like this is somebody who we respect who my family trusts with you know their kids like Mm -hmm. um we know that he's just a all-around good guy who wants the best for us and so to have his kind of approval to have the pastor's approval of like yeah this is somebody who you can trust who's especially for me it's really important to find somebody who's seeking after god and so mm-hmm. when he said that like all green flags here that really helped jumpstart the relationship and so um the negative end of that is when the relationship ended our families and our communities were so involved with each other that it was really hard to break from that. It felt like you had to pick sides. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen, have you ever seen Gilmore Girls? Uh, not really. No. I've seen Golden Girls. <laughs> okay, big difference. Yeah. <laughs> Betty um, White, you know. Yeah, you gotta have her. Yeah, um, sassy, classy lady. <laughs> uh yeah big difference gilmore girls um in it they have this funny thing where um there's 
I actually am forgetting the relationship. It might have been like Luke and Lorelai or something. Mm. But two of the main They're characters. Gonna get a lot of hate for this forgetting. I know. Yeah, I am. are going to be like, how could you? How could you forget? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm on on the spot. <laughs> um, but yeah, two of the main characters are in a relationship. They break it off and the whole town. They have pink and blue ribbons that oh. they give out. And so you like walk into Luke's diner and you have to pick up, you know, a pink ribbon for Lorelai or a blue ribbon for Luke. So you know who who's on whose side. And I kind of felt like that in my relationship um, with this one specific person where it's like you got to pick sides. So, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think it really to your point. Yeah. It really tears community communities apart. And whether you are ingrained or not, like I feel like to some extent there's a level to which people um, feel like they have to pick sides. Right. Um, whether good or bad, it's just, a, oh, yeah, I agree because they did blah, 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 like whatever it looks like, whatever the situation is. Now, you know, there's certain situations where, it, it, yeah, take sides. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like if, if people aren't being good. <laughs> Someone human, really messed you up. Yeah, please. exactly. If people are being really <laughs> awful human beings, yeah, I can I can understand that. But if it's just like, you know, dating relationship, it didn't work out and, and there wasn't anything like egregious, egregious happening. Yeah. That's a good word. Thank you. Um, then I, I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't need to get to that level. Yeah. And it's in general, I think it's really healthy to have community. I don't think you necessarily need, I've heard some people, especially in our Christian circles Mm -hmm. be like, you need to always date and always have people around. Like it can never be just you and the person and i don't agree with that um no yeah i'm like absolutely not what so you're gonna just go from never being around just the two of you together and then if you do get married suddenly all you do is you're around just the two of you together that just seems kind of crazy to me um but to each their own um yes and i'm aware that you know you need that time to be able to cultivate the intimacy that you can't get when you're with everybody else right there's certain things you're not going to talk about with everybody else right there's certain hurt and pain you're not going to talk about with everybody else like that's going to be something personal um it's not like i'm going to go out and be like let me tell you my deepest darkest secret like to everybody (laughs) um in this group no i'm going to tell it to the person that i'm intimate with that i'm dating that i'm fiance that i'm married to whatever your case is um and i agree with you because yeah there's definitely been moments where i've even seen people come in at um trinity where literally all they do is hang out with each other one-on-one right because they don't know how to do it like at all like they don't they've been community so long that they're learning like as they get to college as a freshman in college coming in married like they have to learn like how to live life together and so because of that when they are figuring that out then they can't be in the community mm-hmm. so it's kind of one or the other that i'm i i see people um get into um but i i'd argue that even the um other extreme of just one-on-one is also hurtful to not only your um, relationship, but also just um, the uh, relationships you could cultivate around you. Absolutely, yeah, because you need to see how 
like one of the biggest things for me, and maybe this is a, a do, um, is seeing how how your significant other interacts with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know that they're kind. I want to know that they're compassionate. Mm-hmm. I want to know that they're caring. And how do you see that when it's just you two? Yeah. You can be kind to me and unkind to other people. Yeah. And so um, even like, a, I don't know if you want to call it a test. I feel like I'll get some hate for that. But <laughs> no, I don't think it's a test because you're not. I think it's a natural thing that comes about. Mm-hmm. um it's more of a analysis right yeah that's uh, a good word yeah because you're not it's not like you're like hey we're going to this situation and i want i'm gonna make him like act let's a, go get sushi yeah. i'm gonna watch and see what yeah. you do <laughs> yeah exactly like and and be like oh is this dude an absolute dick or is he not like right. that type of thing like it's it's different because you're letting it come naturally i i'd say so i don't think it i don't think it's necessarily a test Yeah. And that's something that I had a guy who I should have known that this relationship was not going to work out a lot earlier than I did. But Mm. um, we went to a restaurant and I remember (laughs) I remember the waitress came over and uh, she asked us what we wanted. And he was like, can you bring us water, please? And that's a fine question. Right. Um, She must have forgotten. I don't know what happened, but he started getting angrier and angrier. And he was talking to me like, I don't understand what's so hard about bringing water to this table. And (laughs) And then when she came back, he was angrily like, did you forget the water? Like, can we have the water? And it just was so aggressive. Yeah. And I was like, water, bro. Yeah. Come on. Calm down. Yeah. (laughs) Like, chill. If this is a problem that you have with water, I don't want to know what other problems you have or what they look like or how you handle things. Um, Yeah. It it also, like, may put a little bit of fear. Like, because it's like, what what can I bring to you Mm -hmm. if we're going to go on this long-term relationship? Like, how, like, what does this look like now? Yeah. It's totally, it becomes if you stretch it out to its end, it becomes a question of almost like safety. Like where, how will I be safe with you? Yeah. Or will I be safe with you to bring things to you that you don't like? Or if you're impatient with, or I'm not giving you what you want, or I'm saying something you don't like, like, are we going to be able to work through that together? Or are you going to act like you did with this waitress where you're just pissed off? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, let's move on to a couple other do's. Yeah. Any do's that you have? Um, I think one of the do's that I have is, um, always work on communication. I totally wrote that down too. Okay. (laughs) Good. We're on the same page. No, communication is so important. And I see this with clients. I see this with uh, friends I see this with family and you know there's this disconnect because people don't you know how to communicate from the sense of we're having this conversation but you don't know how to communicate and I I have had problems with communicating my needs mm-hmm. um and kind of leaving it to oh well you should just know this or like let me use this unspoken kind of kind of thing like I've done this for so long like it's an unspoken need I have and so this should just work. Um, and that's super dangerous because, you know, like um, people aren't mind readers. And so communication is always something that I tell everybody who I come in contact with and is struggling, uh, whether it be a relationship, whether it be um, kind of a friendship, whether it be like their family. Um, I'm always just like, hey, like 
have you have you told them this that's good yeah and a lot of times the thing they'll say is no i haven't told (laughs) i haven't told them nope why why don't you try this yeah why don't you try asking for your needs that's really good yeah i feel like the counselor is coming out of you (laughs) yeah right yeah (laughs) yeah that's huge um with communication i think i definitely have found that my best relationships we've been able to communicate really well and in some ways that person has brought out of me um, really good things or a, an ability to, if they make me feel safe, I'm automatically, maybe I shouldn't say automatically, but I'm more likely going to want to communicate more mm-hmm. because I feel safe. Yeah. Um, and so I think in those good relationships, having that communication, even at a friend level, being mm-hmm. able to joke back and forth, being able to say, you know what, that joke actually hurt me. Like that yeah. took it a little too far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so important to be able to talk to one another and share like, okay, this is what's going right and what's going wrong mm-hmm. and how can we become better at this and to not get to a place where you're attacking <laughs> each other yeah. um, is super, super important. Yeah, it's not it, it's not a, hey, you, 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 and you did this. It's the I statement thing, right? right. Where it's like, I feel when, like, this ha- when somebody says I'm a piece of crap, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel... I feel sad when somebody says I'm a piece of crap or I feel um, hurt when um, I'm disregarded in public like that, like using those kind of I statements, um, being able to put the feelings on you and being able to um, understand that, um, you know, this isn't uh, like you said, an attacking thing. It's a hey, we're going to we're going to go through and we're going to like work together on this. And hopefully we can get to a place where, um, you know, like we're communicating in a way where we know this is going to be hurtful if I say this. Like, Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And I definitely need to get better at that because I'm someone who's <laughs> like, you did this and you did that. And it, it, it's an art. It's, yeah. it's definitely an art. I don't always do well at it, but yeah. there, I definitely will say it's more of the like catching flies with honey type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Explain. Uh, so um, you're more, it's the person's more receptive, right? Mm-hmm. When you put it as a, I feel statement, like I feel because you're saying I, right. I feel when this happens, you can't argue with their feelings. Exactly. Your feelings. Uh, and if you do, then you're invalidating the feelings, right? Right. Um, and so, you know, like everybody wants their feelings to matter. Um, and so, uh, if we're gonna like have that be, um, kind of at the forefront, then yeah, the, the person's not going to argue with you. Right. Cause they want their, you to, um, accept their feelings. And so you get into this place of, um, being able to, um, understand uh that this person will be receptive to my needs if i put the um responsibility on me Hmm. now it could be something that they're doing that you don't like and it could be something that has happened maybe in your past that is poking some of some of maybe it's insecurity maybe it's trauma maybe whatever it is but like 
ultimately it's not about them. Right. It's about you being able to communicate well and, and draw the line. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I mean where it's like the more honey thing, because though, if, if, if you come in and go, Oh, well I feel okay. You're not attacking them. If you, if you go, well, I think you, yeah, no, that's not, yeah, that's not an I statement. Yeah. That's not, it, it'll think, be a conflict, a, a, <laughs> an argument right there. I think you blah, you that's, piece See, that's of, what yeah. I do. That's my problem though. Cause I'm like, I'm making an I statement, but then I'm saying, I think you yeah. did X, Y, and Z instead of being like, I like what you said. I think, or I feel, um, what you said. Yeah. Like, I feel when you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or I feel, I feel sad mm-hmm. when you don't come and hang right. with me. Right. This can be for, for friends too. Like yeah. this can be for family relationships, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who, um, I've had a couple like one-off dates where I was trying to figure out like what to say to this person or I had a situation recently that happened that did not go well at all. (laughs) And I was having to just communicate very clearly like where I stood and the fact that we would not be seeing each other again because of something that he did. And um, my friend, I had to put on my big girl pants and ask my friend like, hey, can you read over this text? Because I know I'm being really aggressive and like I don't want to meet their you know bad behavior with aggression or with um with bad communication so like i was having her go over and she's like she literally changed a bunch of those i statements well it was you statements that she changed to i statements um and that was honestly really eye-opening and really helpful to see her Mm -hmm. do that because i was like man you should like this is this is totally different yeah, <laughs> than I mean, what I normally do. Yeah, I mean, out of our brokenness, somebody can be in a place where they're super healthy, um, and vice versa, and so the, the, uh, people are able to help in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I'm really interested as a this could be a do or a don't okay. depending on how you feel. Okay. Um. How you do you have to wait? So does the girl have to show interest? Can she show interest first? I guess that's the question. Can the girl show interest first and ask you out on a date? Or is that up to the guy? Ooh, okay. I want to hear your perspective <laughs> first. Because I'll give mine. I'm totally yeah, yeah, comfortable yeah. with giving mine. But I'm curious. Like, say more. Because I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Um, so I think growing up in the culture that I grew up in, the Christian culture, mm-hmm. Um, the answer to that would be that a girl should not initiate, that it falls on the guy in a more traditional sense that he should be the initiator. Mm -hmm. Um, I think over time I've realized you pick and choose your problems. So, uh, (laughs) what I mean by that, (laughs) Josh, (laughs) Wow. uh, what I mean by that is if I initiate with a guy, um, that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. The problem I might be picking might be, I want to emphasize that yes. this is not an automatic thing, No, but complacency could be mm-hmm. a thing. Um, so if I see characteristics of him in other areas where maybe he initiates a lot or he's a leader or 
you know, he runs a group or something or like I see him, I see him initiating in other areas, Mm -hmm. then I'd feel a lot more comfortable initiating because I'm like, I just want him to know I'm interested so we can Mm -hmm. see whether or not we move forward. Um, But if I don't see him initiating in a lot of other areas of life and I initiate, that might be a problem down the line if, if my expectation or my, is that he should be the leader in the relationship, Mm -hmm. then I might be choosing the problem of this might be someone who's complacent. Um, Hmm. Okay. Okay. I think a big thing depends on what you value and where you're coming from. So do you want a more traditional, you know, kind of relationship? And if you do, then you're going to say something totally different. Um, Yeah. Can you define for everybody out there just traditional, like what you, what you mean by that? Because I think, I think it can go to extremes. Yeah. So I want to make sure we're being clear. Yeah. And maybe you can, I feel like I'm going to stumble a little bit on this. So maybe you can jump into um, with me, but um, traditional, I'm thinking a more traditional relationship in the Christian atmosphere. Okay. Um, So that's where I'm coming from. So I think in the Christian atmosphere, um, a more traditional relationship would be the man is the head of the household. Mm -hmm. He is the initiator. He Mm -hmm. is the leader. He, which are not things I disagree with. Um, Okay. I, I honestly do agree with a lot of those things. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think that means that the girl can't initiate. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, so I'll, I'll, I always love talking about this because (laughs) I am one of those people. So, to to get it out there, we both grew up in the Christian yes. like atmosphere. Um and so while we grew up there, you know, like we did not fully stay there. We did not fully stay <laughs> there. So, you know, like I'm I'm comfortable with saying I have a really hard time with kind of the um traditional um look on relationships. Because the way that I've seen that play out is very um, toxically. Mm. And so you have this person who um, comes at it from the point of, well, I'm the head of the household. I make the decisions. This is my thing. You have no say. And it becomes actually this abusive thing where, you know... And, and this is where we didn't stay there. It becomes this bullshit that mm-hmm. people use. And you, you see, I'm getting a little heated. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is near and dear to me because I've seen this happen. But it's this stuff that people use that is really hurtful and actually traps people in relationships. It traps women. I'll speak, it, I'll speak specifically. Traps a lot of women in relationships because they're like, oh, well, he's supposed to be the head of the household. He's supposed to decide everything. He's supposed to. He's supposed to. He's supposed to. And so I think based on like purity culture and kind of that thing, like that's been really hard for me. I'm not saying that men shouldn't have a place in the relationship, but I'm of the opinion that we should do it in a partnership. Mm. So I don't want to be making all the decisions. Yeah. I don't I want to do this in a partnership. If I'm supposed to be the head of the household, okay, cool. Well, as the head of the household, I'm going to make you co-head of the household. <laughs> and you're going to and you're going to be with me through this journey because I can't 
ethically and just like morally for me like if i was to go out and just be like well babe we're gonna we're gonna do it this way and if you don't like it too bad like that would one that's not me like i don't i don't talk that way but two like that's very hurtful to the other person right yeah and so getting back to this idea the initial question you asked of what happens um do you think women should initiate I would say yes, mm-hmm. but I also am aware that um, the people in my circles and your circles have been um, told that they shouldn't, Right. that it should be the guy who's initiated. I'm a firm believer that guys are really stupid. And so <laughs> like we, in most cases, we wouldn't know a girl was like interested if she came up right next to us and literally like put her hand on our leg. Like, it just wouldn't, like, it just wouldn't, you wouldn't, like, we wouldn't know. We'd be like, oh, what's up, bro? Like, it's, it's kind of one dude, of those, what's yeah, up, dude, what's up, bro? Dude, like, dude yeah, bro, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bro, chacho. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, yeah. So, I mean, I'm of the opinion that women should pursue and women should, like, uh, go out and get what they want because that, how are how are people gonna know? That's where we get back to the whole communication thing. I'm really I'm really not in the business of, um, like waiting for this person to understand this underlying thing that we haven't spoken about, but they should know because I'm giving all the signals. No, just go up. Hey, I'm really interested. Like I or if if you have a pre existing relationship, being like, hey, have you ever thought about this? Yeah. Have you ever thought about, and you know, that takes courage and that takes vulnerability, but at the same time, like if you do have a good friendship, if it's built on stuff, then you should be able to have that conversation. I can't, I can't tell you, um, the couple of relationships that I I've had with girls who are my friends where I've been able to have that conversation and we're still friends. We're still really good friends. Um, being able to kind of go, oh, hey, like, I'm, I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of pl- like, I'm not sure. Uh, or, and so getting to talk about them, talk about that with them and, you know, having it be like a, hey, you're interested. I'm not like, I'm sorry. And, and just being able to say that. And, you know, like, I'd rather know and, and have somebody pursue me and be able to either turn them down or be the pursuer and get turned down. Yeah. Then kind of just go through life going, oh, I, that person was interested. Like, oh, crap. That's the worst thing when you bring two people together who are like, well, we've been interested this whole time, but the other one didn't know they were interested, so we never said anything. So yeah. <laughs> we're just... Yeah, and I'm sucks. like, why are you waiting? Like, yeah. like I... Uh, Granted, I get it. Some people do these like packs where it's like, I'm not dating till February. Like, mm. I'm not dating till after Valentine's Day. Okay, cool. Like, whatever. My friend's doing that right now. Okay, cool. If that's your if that's your thing, if you're trying to get healthy until then, go do for it. it. Yeah, do it. I think that's really healthy. Like, you don't need to be in a relationship. Yeah. Cool. Great. Like, go for it. But I'm also aware that some people use that as a way to kind of, um, what is it, uh, avoid the situation mm. and avoid the feelings they're having. Like, in, it, it, even if you're not going to act on the feelings, at least acknowledge the feelings. Like That's really good. For yourself. Yeah. Not necessarily with the other person, but even 
but even acknowledging and talking about and being in a relationship with your close friends about, hey, oh my God, like he's so cute. Oh my, oh my God, she's so like hot. Like, oh my, yeah. Like being able to, but you know, if you're interested, then you should know a little bit more and be like, oh, well her personality or like, you know, right. I'm, I'm that person where it's like they, they capture my interest on the outside and then I get to know them and the inside is what captures my interest. And then the outside is just an added kind of thing where it's just like, Hey, their, their, uh, personality is like sexy as hell. <laughs> and the outside is just an added bonus. Yeah. So that's good. And I mean, I think you just described most males. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think, think that's most males. You're like the outside we're doing well. Okay. Yeah. Inside amazing like yeah now now the outside is just an added bonus yeah you know yeah you know you hear these guys at their wedding be like oh she's beautiful inside and out yeah because you got to know the what's under the um pretty exterior right yeah right that's really good i'm curious though for have you ever pursued somebody i have okay yeah i have actually um i asked somebody out um a few years ago and um we we never so we went on dates yeah we never were dating we're dating um and it was really healthy like he was a great guy um we still talk every once in a while Mm -hmm. and um yeah i i just knew that it was something i wanted to explore and it was one of those things where it kept going to the back like it kept coming to the forefront of my head where I was like I'm really curious if this could go anywhere I'm really interested in this person I just remember Mm. the main thing I kept thinking was like this person is so interesting and (laughs) (laughs) okay I would hope so yeah and I think realizing like they're interesting enough to the point where we're not just friends like I want to see if there's more here yeah and so getting to that point that was something I really struggled with again coming from my background was Mm -hmm. like am I quote-unquote allowed to initiate or to ask them out is that weird how are they going to see this do I feel comfortable with this and getting to that point where it was like I love what you said about it's a partnership Mm -hmm. Um, and so getting to the point of just being like I want to communicate where I'm at Mm -hmm. and I want to be open and honest and see where this goes. And, um, it went well for, for a while, (laughs) for, for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. And obviously there, there was something there where you guys weren't dating, right. But went on dates. And so, you know, like it, yeah, I think, um, just, as a dude like i think it's very flattering yeah like to have a girl come up and be like hey i'm interested like that's basically what my girlfriend did like in not so many words but (laughs) not so many words those weren't a lot of words yeah yeah no like it it was she kind of did it through actions right it's kind of that that girl that girlfriend to girlfriend thing like got it you know behind me as i'm walking with my buddy to the beach <laughs> like that that was kind of the thing and you know i was i was kind of like flattered like oh she she she's uh nervous mm-hmm. or like she she's like so like excited that um she's like talking with her friend about it um oh that's and, so cute and, oh, I know, right? 
<laughs> um, but so like that, but even, even having the verbal of kind of like, Hey, I like you is very flattering to dudes. And I don't know, unless they're like super uber conservative, very extreme. And I'm not talking politically. I'm talking like conservative in the sense of just like, um, uh, like re- religious, religiously, morally, um, mm-hmm. uh, aesthetically, aesthetically, uh, yeah, like how they dress, like, yeah, definitely. Um, I think that those people tend to have a harder time with it because they buy into the "I'm the head of the household," "I'm this," "I'm that," yeah. And I'm just like, dude, knock the pride off, like, yeah. And it is important to remember again, going back to that word that you use, partnership, like yeah. that. I mean, even if we want to take it back to the Bible for a second, like yeah. when the woman is called the helper. She's to be a helper to the man. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times we don't know how to interpret the Bible. And so we're like, oh, God is being this way to women or he's demeaning women or he's putting them on a lower pedestal or, and it's like, no, actually like (laughs) helper is used to describe the Holy Spirit. Mm. The Holy Spirit is equal to God. So God is putting you on a very high pedestal and he's calling you. He's basically equating you with the Holy Spirit with himself. And so you are to be partners. You are to be on the same level and there might be different roles that you have. Yeah. But in terms of how you function together, how you treat one another, how you respect one another, how you love one another, that is a partnership. Yeah. Absolutely. Can we also just acknowledge the fact that I feel like Jesus was one of those people who just like really flipped the table on what people thought of women, like kind of during that time. Like Absolutely. if you, let's take this from a historical perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, faith, but also like there's this guy, Jesus, and he's going through uh israel during a time where women didn't have rights right and he's putting these women on a pedestal going oh these are the people who have my attention not in a not in a weird way not in like a sexualized way but in a way of these are the people that matter like men matter too but like if you see like mary magdalene you see Mm -hmm. um uh mary jesus's mother like that's very much like these types of relationships like even even the um uh the woman who touched his cloak like you just see this love exude from him towards these people who were considered less than so i think it's important like when you're taught when you're talking i think it's it's helpful also to look at it that way where it's like historically like you have somebody who's doing a lot for like uh women's rights and absolutely and, and women empowerment um beyond just hey go do things like go <laughs> yeah. go be independent but, right hey like you're valuable like you have value you value. have worth you matter yeah, exactly yeah so. that's really good yeah um snapping my fingers to that oh, thank you you're welcome uh, you know i try that that 
that poet thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. All the poets snap. They don't clap. Yeah. It's an important difference to know. <laughs> um, why don't we talk about some don'ts? Yeah. Um, we've we've kind of mixed in the do's and the don'ts. A little bit. Yeah. Um, but I'm... Can I can I give some don'ts? Please. Please do. Um, don't... I'm, I'm going to say it this way. Don't... Um, put somebody on such a high pedestal that you're unwilling to listen to the friends that were there before them. Ooh. So what I mean by that is we can get, we can see them through a lens where it's like, Oh my God, they're so great. And they're like all this. And over here we have friends who we've had for a while who are our confidants, who are our like safe people as it were. And from my experience, and I think even I did this, with my first relationship, people were like, what, what are you doing? Like, why are you? No, like this person isn't good for you. Like, like you can, uh, <laughs> you can be in a relationship where, um, your friends don't like them and your friends will stay silent, but that's also not good either. And so, you know, like, don't, don't give in to your own hype to the extent where you aren't uh, listening to the people around you and what they have to say. And, you know, I've heard all the, oh, well, you don't know him like that. And he's, he's yeah. different and like all this stuff. And he's I, special. I, yeah, he's special. <laughs> and I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to say you can't change them. Yeah. Oh, they're different. Mm no <laughs> your friend would be like not from where i'm sitting it's the it's a different name but the same kind of same kind of attitude that the last one had that's good so yeah like don't don't give don't put them on a pedestal where you're not willing to listen to your friends that's really good yeah yeah um i would say another don't is don't date potential period <laughs> um don't date potential so what i mean by that yeah is, say more yeah um don't date potential so i've had guys where i'm like oh well he he could be this way given some counseling he could be mm. this way given some time mm-hmm. he could be this way given if he had the right guys in his life <laughs> like <laughs> um the right friends i should say in his life yeah um, and so I've just realized like when you choose to marry somebody, you are choosing them as they are on that day with all the baggage, with all the good, with all the bad, with all the ugly. Yep. And you have to be willing to accept what is already there. You cannot date potential. No. Yeah. Potent. See, that's what I, I, I was saying is like that, like they're not going to, they're not going to change necessarily yeah like you're in control of you right and so you're not in control of them yeah exactly so like own what's yours to own but then let them own their stuff Mm -hmm. i think it's important when we talk about relationships relationships everybody likes to say oh well it's 100 percent from this person 100 percent from that person no it's 50 percent and 50 percent but you give 100 percent of that 50 percent Ooh, that's good yeah because otherwise you get into that resentment right if you're overreaching, here's a don't. If you're having to do everything 
That's not a relationship. That's a parent. <laughs> That's like parenting uh, a small child. That. Yeah. So it's important to not have this. Now, there's times where, you know, you're going to be sick and you need help and totally fine. Okay, cool. Be my parent, please. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's there's times where it's like, hey, I'm going to need some help. And that's always all right to ask for is ask for help from your people. But you should be in this relationship giving 50% and 50%. That way nobody is going to end up feeling resentment and feeling like they're doing everything or giving everything or taking everything and on everything in between. Yeah, I love that. That's really good. Um, and I think that's really important to um, emphasize and bring up because it's so easy to go into relationships and just um, not to not take them as they are or to wish that they would be different. And like you said, they're not necessarily going to change. You can't count on that. You can't bank on that. Yeah. And people just people. You've probably had this situation. I've had this situation with my my friends where it's like, oh well, I I'm dating to change them, and I'm like, what? Are no. you? I'm like, what? Are, no, I was like, run that back, and they're like, yeah, I'm dating to change them. They are not a project. Yeah, they're no. not something you need to save. Exactly, and so that that tells me one about that other person, right? That tells me one about my friend, but two about the fact where it's like, dude, you're you're starting off real unhealthy. Yeah. And you know, if I have that relationship, I'll speak into that. And you know, sometimes there's that element where it's like, you don't know them. So you're just like, eh, I'm going to let that go. <laughs> you're like, like I'm I, not going to say I, anything to that. Yeah. If they ask me, I'll give my opinion, but I don't have access to their life in that way. Um, but yeah, like there's, there's definitely, and there's definitely a lot of that in the um, uh, purity culture. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, I'll change them. I'll make them Christian. I'll make them like whatever. Dude, nobody can date to save. Yep. It happens, but that's not that's not a good reason to date somebody. Let let's just uh, let me let me take it this way. Let's just admit that you just like this person and want to date them. Amen. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Especially if you're coming from a Christian background, which I am. It's like my I will not date somebody who doesn't love Jesus. That is just, that's how it is. And for different people, like if you really value your faith, then like you said, if you're saying you want to date somebody to save them or Mm -hmm. you want to date them to change them, Mm -hmm. you're just, you're just doing what you want, Yeah, which is super unhealthy and not going to lead anywhere good. No. um, Because if anything, they're probably going to change you. Correct. Um, there's this saying that um, one of my clients uses and uh, they go, uh, they'll get you drunk before you get them sober. That's good. Yeah. And so I'm a firm believer. Yeah. They'll get you off your path that you're on before you get them on your path. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's 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 definitely one of those things. Um, I, I think one of these other don'ts um, that kind of sprouts out of this is, um, don't, uh, don't lie about who you are. Who you are. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't lie about who you are. If you're, if you're not into the whole Jesus thing, that's totally fine. What's up people from the podcast who aren't into the whole Jesus thing? Yeah. That's totally cool. Like, we're like, 
shit, I'm like, there we go. Like, it's, it's just one of those things like where um, we can be real and raw and, and honest with that. You know, there's certain things that I, I, I struggle with, with um, uh, different things about um, or have struggled through with different things about like God and everything like that and who he is and how he meets me and everything like that. But the one thing that I've learned is one, God meets you where you're at. Amen. So why should I lie about who I am? Yeah. So like for some of my friends, like I, I put it this way. I'm, I'm like, dude, if you just want to go out and just hook up who you want to hook up with, just tell me you want to do that. Like, I'm not going to judge you for it. I may not agree with it, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to judge you for it because you're being honest. Then we get to have a conversation if I have that relationship. Right. And so it's a, Hey, like, probably not a good idea to be doing these things with these people one night stand here one night stand there like might lead to some consequences yeah (laughs) like like kind of yeah so the consequences are going to be really detrimental to a lot of people and so let's not lie about who we are because i'd rather like whether it be a friendship or a dating relationship, I'd rather know right off the bat, here's what I'm getting involved with. Let's not, let's, um, let's get rid of the, oh, well, you know, um, like Jesus is my another number one, but you know, it, then you're in relationship with them and that you clearly know that's not true <laughs> right. they're like doing all these things where you're just like dude you're like why did you tell me this yeah like, you are <laughs> why not... is this in your instagram bio? yeah exactly oh my god jesus is my number one and then you're like dude you're literally snorting coke off like the street like let's extreme not... yeah exactly but that like it that gets, happens it, it happens it all happens. the time yeah and so you know like um there's different times in my life where i've been like dude like just Let's be honest. Yeah, I've had that with um, someone I dated in particular who I don't know. I don't know if he knew where he was at at the time, to be fair, um, in terms of his faith. But I was such a strong believer. And so when we started dating, he made it seem like he was a very strong believer. Mm -hmm. And over time, seeing some of the actions that came from that, it's not that his actions were hurtful to me. It's just that his actions were showing he doesn't actually value the things that God values. And seeing that was like, wow, okay. So this person either intentionally or maybe even unintentionally lied about who they are. And, um, am I, then I have a choice of, am I going to stick with that Mm -hmm. or am I going to take them at face value and go, you know what? Like, it's okay that we're on two different paths, but like you said, we need to acknowledge that we're on two very different paths Yeah, and these paths do not go together and they're not going to lead in the same direction. They're going opposite directions. So in that case, like we just need to go our separate ways. Yeah. And let's acknowledge for, for a sec that, you know, everybody's on a journey. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, to, um, critique the journey you're on. That's fine. Like, like I'm on a journey, you're on a journey. Like everybody we interact with is on a journey, but like, I, I want the journey to line up with 
what I'm seeing and hearing. Right. Whatever your values are. Um, and that could look very different. My values could look different from your values, could look different from the listener's values, you yeah. know. Um, but whatever your values are should line up with the person that you plan on spending the rest of your life with. Exactly. Do what you say, say what you do. Hmm. Yeah. Say it again. Do what you say, say what you're going to do. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. Do we have any other don'ts we want to talk about? Um. Who I do. I have one. Oh, go for it. <laughs> Don't date someone who doesn't make you feel emotionally safe. Mm. That is a big one. I didn't realize this one until I was in a relationship where I did not feel emotionally safe. Um, but I think that's so important because most of your conflict, the way that you navigate life, mm -hmm. the way that you interact with one another, that all involves feeling emotionally safe. Mm -hmm. And if you can't have that with one another, then what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like... um. Have you heard of the concept of like emotional intelligence? Yes. So um, for those that don't know, like basically being able to understand where people's emotions come from and kind of how they communicate emotionally. Right. And so that sounds very much like that um, is um, like uh, being in a relationship where somebody's not emotionally intelligent mm -hmm. and you can't uh, they can't understand like why you're reacting to something and they're just like oh it's a joke and you're like no it's not it's real <laughs> it's real life and it hurts yeah um and so yeah i i equate that um kind of thing to emotional intelligence yeah and it brings a lot of other problems too like a lack of empathy mm -hmm. or a lack of compassion and again whether that's intentional or unintentional depending on how the person is created <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah their surroundings how their they, environment yeah. yeah the environment how they grew up like oh buck up like okay. yeah yeah right um so yeah it just brings a lot of other problems into the relationship that you do not want yeah yeah i think um i'm trying to think there is a don't that i had oh there it is um so <laughs> found it uh, yeah right locked um, and loaded yeah exactly so one of those don'ts is um don't uh be prideful in the relationship Ooh. and so here's all this place for me right i can be prideful and i can want to do everything for myself and for me, like I, um, I have Crohn's, I have Crohn's disease. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like yesterday was an infusion for me. And so yesterday I really needed people to help me with my job. Uh, cause my job is like manual labor to some extent. And so it was important for me to let go of the pride and actually let, uh, people help me. And so, you know, I always equate for this specific case, it was my girlfriend. My, letting my girlfriend help me hey you're not gonna lift anything hey you're gonna sit down and yeah you're not gonna overdo it and so I had to kind of let go of the pride because I was like oh well it's not that heavy like I can do it. and it's like no like you need to if you overdo it then that'll have a drastic effect on the next six weeks hmm and so taking it from that standpoint, sure. The other thing is on, on the other side, you don't know everything. 
You don't, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how you we, do not know everything. Exactly. Let's emphasize that. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> well, you know how um, we started this where it's like we talk for ourselves. We speak for ourselves. Like the reason I wanted to emphasize that was because I don't know everything about you and I don't know everything about everybody listening. I don't even know everything about my girlfriend. I know more than the average person, but you know, like I, there's still mysteries and stuff where I don't know everything going on. And so I need to be careful that I'm not using like blanket statements or like projecting my experience onto, onto others um, in a flippant way where, um, it becomes this dude, you don't know me. Like, that's not my experience at all. Oh, my bad. Like, and so, you know, like being able to understand that, you know, like, um, pride is detrimental to being able to be known, but also knowing other people. Yeah. Pride is so toxic and it's especially in a marriage, like when you know each other, like you said, more than anybody else. And you don't know everything about them. But you know them. But you you know them. <laughs> you know them, <laughs> you know you them know on know all them. sorts of levels. Um, yeah, it just, it becomes really unhealthy when you are letting pride take the wheel and yeah. you're not able to help one another and you're not able, you're not able to love one another as well. You're not yeah. able to be as compassionate. You're not able to be there for each other because you're too stubborn to get out of your own way. Yeah, I, I am a stubborn person, so I, <laughs> I will acknowledge, <laughs> literally, I'll, I'll acknowledge that, so, yeah. Yeah, well, why don't we go ahead and wrap up here? Yeah, um, I think the thing I want people to take away from this, right, is that not everybody's journey is the same. But, you know, hopefully there is something in here that people can be like, oh, yeah, don't want that. Or, oh, yeah, that's happening in my relationship now. And this is their experience with that. Like, maybe I should be, like, talking to friends or questioning things or or kind of um, uh, getting to a spot where um, I'm not satisfied with the status quo, right? Yeah, it's so important to know what you want and what you don't want. And to even, I mean, people laugh when you're like, make a list of your of what you want and what you don't want and all this stuff. But it's like, that actually could be really therapeutic. That could be yes. really helpful to go through because then you have some sort of, you're able to analyze and go, okay, the person that I'm currently dating is not treating me well. They do not make me feel emotionally safe. Yeah. They are extremely prideful. Mm -hmm. They... What, whatever the list is, you can go, okay, you know what? Like I've tried, I have given this person a chance, but their values don't align with mine yeah. and I am now settling and I'm not like, I need to care for my own self and I need mm -hmm. to have love for myself and be able to say like, I can care for this person and love this person, but we are not going to get married. Like yeah. we're not going to be on the same journey together and that's okay. But um, for the sake of everybody involved, let's just end it here so it's yeah it's super important to be able i think a big thing we talked about was communication like yeah. just communicating where you're at knowing where that person is at knowing where you want to go mm -hmm. yeah and i think um yeah no i notice how i like use the eyes to me i think i yeah. think <laughs> i feel yeah i feel <laughs> we're practicing uh, for yeah, you guys exactly <laughs> um 
no i think that someone who empowers you yeah um is kind of um that portion that you're talking about somebody that will acknowledge your gifts someone Um, who makes you better yeah exactly um and i think it's also important if you if you noticed we didn't really you know like basically this wasn't a hey i'm gonna shit on my ex type of thing (laughs) yeah like that's not that's not healthy either right and so that's that's something else is like you can be able to share from your experience without um demeaning the other person amen yeah and so i think it's important that's something i think is important as well um but yeah i'd i'd love to hear other people's experiences out there and just uh kind of what um they have been doing and trying and and being able to kind of get involved with um in uh kind of relationships um so i mean definitely we'll leave uh social media uh in the handles yeah handles in the show notes (laughs) um yeah we can also um throw in uh in um what you want to call it uh an email sorry yes yeah throw in an email for like that's a great idea yeah just so people if you if you have something longer that you want to share with us like that's totally fine as well um uh and welcomed um so yeah i i hope this has been um helpful to everybody out there yeah um subscribe review this channel help us uh share this podcast with more people Yeah, absolutely. And we will catch you in the next one. See you next time.